episode 271. Thank you all for listening to episode 270, Fickle H. <laughs> I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Fickle Bear. Odie LeFevre. Uh, Parrot will join us shortly. So, thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. We got some hats coming, some badass hats are coming, the OTL NWO logo. Those will be coming uh, probably in the next couple months. We're getting a prototype done in the next month, so looking forward to that. We got to thank him. Everything he does, go to allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Sports Podcast. He'll hook you up with whatever your needs are. Well, I know the hoodie. People are loving that hoodie. I know Cody Bryant. I haven't seen him. He's got to get his. But people are loving that hoodie. Comfortable. Looks sweet. I got the grown-ups got them. Even the wives of the grown-ups got them. They love that thing. Overline Sports Podcast. But all our clothing can hook you up with all of your clothing needs. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Bristol, Tennessee. There we go. Fucking going to be a fun race this weekend. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. We're going to be talking about that here shortly. Um, But Sean is getting prepared for mowing. It's going to be coming up soon. He can still seed that lawn if you need it done. He's got some landscaping going. He can design for you. He can get the landscaping done. He can get your mowing done. Again, 419-704-5471. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, you need to reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. I think we talk about it more and more, but next week, at least in Ohio, um, vaccines for anyone 16 to 39, so pretty much the rest of the people out there, which means as we get closer and closer, everything's going to start to be opening back up. So and actually, they can get them right now. DeWine uh, yeah. made it official. Well, if there's open appointments, well, people can get yeah, them. Yeah, there, there are no open appointments, by the way. Right. Well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Just FYI, I already looked. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You got to you gotta get to uh, dangtransformation.com. Get that consultation from Connell Barrett. And also, make sure you get his book. Go pre-order it right now on Amazon. Dating sucks, but you don't. Comes out in mid-May. But if you pre-order it now, you will be on there because you know that shit's going to sell out. Cody's already read it three times. His wife, girlfriend, and mistress all love that he's read that book. So make sure you go pre-order the book on Amazon, Dating Sucks But You Don't, and re- or go to datingtransformation.com and read about Connell Barrett. Get that consultation. And, you know, I, I, I always say last but not least, because I got to start thanking this guy in the front and the back end of the episode, Sparty Steve. We got to thank him. He's our biggest sponsor. He's the man. He makes our stuff happen. All our our, our special shows, 100, 200, 300. 300 will be coming up. It's probably going to be episode 300, the Pod Beats Patty Box 3, Return of or Revenge of the Shiv dash Parrot Work. We might have to combine them both because it'll be good. And I think Parrot, it'll make sense because Parrot is probably going to be partnered with Shiv, so it's perfect. So that's probably what it's going to be. We're looking Poor forward Shiv. to that. July 3rd, be ready for it because it's, it's going to be nuts for me, man. I got... July 3rd, we'll have the 300th episode. July 10th, I'm in Vegas. July 17th, I'm in Salt Lake City. July 24th is Grayson's birthday party. July 31st, I'm in Nashville. July is crazy for me. So mm-hmm. we got to remember, we're going to have fun on episode 300. We're going to be back. COVID's going to, everybody's going to have their vaccines. All four of the grownups are going to be there, all four of them, with the four of us. It's going to be an awesome episode. We're going to have some fun with Jeopardy. We're going to have 300 drinks. We hope to see people there. We're going to invite some people because we got the whole event center. We got room. 
Governor DeWine or Uncle DeWine's going to let us do what we've got to do. He's supporting. He's Hell, he might even sponsor the damn show. He might even be there. <laughs> Maybe he will. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but golf this past week, man. You got to tell us what happened. I'm going to share the screen. You got to give the updates. I mean, I, I thought – I've ruined the last couple guys. Tony Finau fucked him the week before. This past week, fuck Lee Westwood. That's my we call, fault. Sorry, we Lee. That. We, we, we that did. Too. We called it, too. Um, I mean, he shot 70 the first day. He just shot 78 the second day. <laughs> well, fucking eight over. Yeah. Um, I mean, Honda Classic, uh, always a tough course. And uh, Matt Jones, I mean, just he shot 61 on he shot 61 on Thursday and, and never looked back. Led the whole tournament wire to wire. Um, ended up winning by five over Brandon Hagee, um, and then six over, what was it, there are four guys in there. One of mine, Russell Henley, tied third, get, get up the old backdoor cover there is pretty much what that one was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – the course definitely played tough. The last few holes did. I think they ended up something like 315 balls in the water or something like that um, over the entire weekend, which is an absolute insane amount. So, yeah, I mean, without big names there, you know, it's it, a little bit of a – I hate to say boring because that's not it. But, I mean, without big names there and a guy winning by five, it was a little more of a boring tournament. But it wasn't too bad. I, I watched the last uh, seven holes, I think, because I was hoping Henley would stay in the top five, which he did. I needed that one. I think uh, the only one that missed the cut, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I went from, uh, I think, first to last. If you're not first, <laughs> you're last. But I mean, really, we're all we all are. In the, we all are bad. The, yeah. What, what I took over, I took over first, and I'm still averaging 40th position. That's, that's God, it's insane. Good, <laughs> not good at all. I missed my third cut two in a row. Man, sucks. But this week you said it's match play. I know we're not really making picks. How's that work this week? Yeah. So this week for the match play, um, you know, it's, it's a WGC event. So I think again, top 70 guys in the world play in this and they both, you know, everyone plays two tournament or two events here, uh, Wednesday, Thursday. And then after that, I think Friday is the day for tiebreakers. And then it goes into, then they think they start playing 36 holes on Saturday and then Sunday. So it'll run through and, um, you know, they'll go in and, They'll go in and obviously play each other for, you know, knockout rounds, stuff like that. A um, couple couple upsets today. Um, Ian Poulter beat Rory six and five, which is absolutely ginormous. Um, John Rahm was one up. He ended up winning. Cantlay won one up. Hideki Matsuyama lost to Carlos Ortiz. Uh, Spieth ended up beating Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, Matt Kuchar beat Justin Thomas, which was that was a big upset. Um, Dylan Fratelli, and this is besides the Rory one, um, your boy Finau lost six and five to Dylan Fratelli. Not great. Um, let's see if there's anything else big out there. Um, Victor Hovland losing four and two to Kevin Strillman is kind of a big deal. Uh, Webb Simpson won six and five, beat, uh, Parrot's pick last week, Taylor Gooch. Sergio beat Lee Westwood four and three today. Um, so Lee must be on the downward spiral right now. And uh, Dustin Johnson won two up. So those are kind of the kind of the highlights of the day. Um, they'll be playing different people tomorrow. But if you get two wins, you're automatically going through to the next round, no matter what. If you go one and one, tiebreakers, and then um, you know we'll go from there. So no next week golf, nothing. Um, they do have the um, Corleas Punta Cana Resort Club Championship for all the sucky people who aren't in the top seventy in the world. 
they were playing this week. And I mean, it's a good tournament for guys who, you know, need to need a tour card or, you know, money, stuff like that. This is a good event to keep them on the tour. So always a good event. It's just not, not the top guys in the world. So no need to pick that. If you want to pick the Dell Technologies match play, um, certainly you can pick for bragging rights. That's about it. Um, I mean, me personally this week, you know, normally the big dogs don't win this. You normally get a, you normally get someone who isn't your DJs or Justin Thomas's of the world, those kind of guys who win this tournament. Um, so for me, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with uh, Matthew Wolf this week. I don't know why I just, he won a three and one. Uh, he places, uh, he's got a tough one against Spieth tomorrow. So um, should have a, should have a good one, but if he wins, he'll be in the next round and he just, just steady game. I don't even know what the fuck's going on, so I'm not. I don't. I don't even have a good pick. Name a golfer. <laughs> um, Parrot Johnson. Yep, he's probably gonna win. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, man. I, I just, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's it's match play. It's nothing. Uh, you know, nothing that exciting. At least from the pick standpoint, we really can't really can't put it in and, and use position or points just because so many people get eliminated at once almost, but it's something to watch though to get some time this weekend. Yes, sir. And we got to go over to NASCAR. The big race this weekend were what? One, two, three, four, five, six races in. And uh, Kyle Larson dominated that fucking race. And then Blaney <laughs> beat him. But, hey, man, I don't care. My championship pick's looking good now after Daytona, and uh, he's looking real good. He's coming along. This is the track for him being a dirt track. It's going to be interesting. Um, Bristol dirt race. I mean, I wish we could have gone, but I know that they sold out with COVID everything. They they only had so many, but we definitely would have gone. It would have been a fucking fantastic time because we went last year uh, or two years ago. ago. It was two years ago already. August of 2019. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, that was a blast. And with the dirt, it's going to be awesome this week. I'm actually um, watching their eye racing on the dirt right now, just for fun. Something a little different um, on FS1. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be an awesome race. I mean, you got, I think, oh, let me see what their schedule is. So they're doing the truck series as well. On Saturday night. Yep. Doing it on Saturday. So um. I, I want to see how they're going to run it because they're running four qualifying races. Um, and so is the cup series Saturday truck is doing their four qualifying races early afternoon. Cup is doing it from six to seven. And then the truck races at eight on the dirt. And then on uh, Sunday at three 30 is when they're doing the dirt race. So I don't know if they're doing it in heats or what the hell they're going to do exactly. Like, I don't understand quite what, how they're going to do the setup and all of that, or if they're just going to have every, I just can't imagine they're going to have 40 guys out there on the dirt in these cars. But maybe they, uh, they'll probably do normal qualifying. Well, they have four qualifying races though. So they have to do it in heats. I mean, they're not just, Oh yeah, they do that. And then they do like the fastest, you know, they go out in kind of times and run a couple laps and then they, they go into the next heat and then the third heat and the fourth heat, unless they do four separate heats of 10 guys. And that's, that's kind of what I'm, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not sure. But like I said, we'll, um, we'll see. 
we'll see what they do with that. It's going to be, um, it's going to be different, but it's going to be awesome. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. Probably even catch the truck race, a little bit of the truck race on Saturday night um, before, before UFC. So that's definitely, definitely going to happen, but should be fun. Um, yeah. Last week for us, sucked. not for me, uh, my championship pick Blaney won, which was awesome. As you said, Larson dominated. What do you lead? 300 and, yeah. 250 laps or out of 312 or some shit like that. Something insane. He just dominated. Yeah, and his card died off right at the end, and uh, Ryan Blaney took over and ended up winning. So that was uh, that was cool. So my championship pick makes the playoffs most likely. Um, and same with mine. Other than that, you had the best. <laughs> you yeah, had the tenth. best one this week at tenth. Bubba Bubba finished sixteenth for Doug Keselowski. Oh God. He got beat up early and wrecked and looked like crap. So he ended up finishing 28th. And um, I, I try to be the nice guy and play our picks. That's how I played this this week yeah. in our NASCAR pool. Yeah. That was a bad decision. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, Cody with killer Kurt Busch. Good old last place. Solid. So best finish for Cody, 16th. I like it. He's playing the – he's literally playing the highest score. Didn't think that was how we are going to do it, but it's all right. And then Perry. A good 15 from Logano, so it kind of keeps him in it. So I, I jumped from first to fourth in two weeks. <laughs> Welcome to NASCAR. Holy shit, you did. Yep, sure did. But, yeah, uh, dirt track this week, man. Uh, three of us are already on Larson. We got to go with see who Cody and Parrot are going to take. But, I mean, Larson's been racing dirt track since he was, like, five years old. So, I imagine. <laughs> Sorry. I would imagine. Yeah, watching Parrot come in, it's a good. <laughs> you know, everyone would have logged off. Um, <laughs> yeah, watching you know him racing dirt tracks. I mean, he and the way he's been racing lately. Yeah, you, you gotta pick him this week. You gotta pick him. This is you his. All pick him so he finishes in fucking last place. <laughs> yep. And technically, Jake, you're up, man. Three of us have Kyle Larson. They're at the dirt track at Bristol this week. Up, uh, um, give me, dude. I just got on. Give me like a minute and a half here. Okay, you basically have three drivers you should choose from. Nope. And one of them, one of them he already picked. So. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Bell is the other. Christopher one. Bell is the other one you should pick. Just for uh, just in case Cody doesn't want to pick Kyle Larson this week. All right, yeah. I'll give me Christopher Bell. You already, already picked, picked him. him. So we Did just I? said you couldn't. Oh. He's still drunk. He had seven shots in the first nine holes. You mean first six holes? No, that was six and six holes. Give me um whatever. Give me Larson with everyone else. All right, Cody Bryant, you gonna clear it out or are you going somebody different? No, no. Uh, give me Bubba Wallace, man. He's he uh, supposedly raced the Saturday night, so you know. Now wait a minute, you're fucking up. up. The, you're yeah, fucking whoa, up the yeah, thing you're here. totally fucking this up. What, what, nah, well, you beautiful, take... beautiful Bubba. I mean, what what are we doing here? Big Bubba, Big, Big Bubba Wallace, <laughs> Big Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Back to the bees. <laughs> this should be interesting. Have fun with your thirty seventh place. It's gonna be it's gonna be great to uh, you know about. 20 races from now when Cody's got to pick someone and you can't get the people on there because you have nicknames for all the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Eric Almirola, that was the only normal one. Slick Billy Byron, Cole Custer, Dirty to Benedetto. Well, Cole, Cole Custer was normal, too. Give him that one. Yeah, Easy Eric Jones, <laughs> Killer Kurt Busch, Big Bubba Wallace. <laughs> big Bubba Wallace. Four Kyle Larsons and a Big Bubba Wallace. <laughs> Kyle Larson to finish last. But with his luck, he'll finish last and Bubba will finish uh, second to last. <laughs> so we got four Ks and a Big Bubba Wallace. This might be Big Bubba in 4K. <laughs> you know, so. Damn. Yeah, it's going to be a fun race. And then they're off. So we, uh, we'll have an off week next week of picking. Yeah, you're right. Because then they don't even race till Saturday in Martinsville. Yep, Easter weekend. So next weekend. So yeah, we'll have, a, we'll have an off week and then on to Martinsville. Yep, yep. All right. Well, we're done with that part. So we got to get into the next big thing, which is UFC 260 this weekend. Um, uh, one of the guys got pulled, didn't he? Volkanovski, didn't he get pulled? Yeah. Um, UFC having a card every week and every single week, at least one fight's getting pulled. At least one fight. And that was literally, I mean, if not the best fight, the second best fight on that card. Ortega and Volkanovski for the belt. So that sucks. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely no fun, but I mean, it's, it's still, it's still Stipe and Nagano. So we're going <laughs> to, I don't know, man. Well, let's uh, just talk about that one. That's the, that's the fight we're all talking about. He's um, we went, God damn, dude, it's been almost five years now, hadn't it? Um, yeah, it was 2016. We went 26 September of 16. UFC 203, or I think. I just, I'm just uh, just looking. So there was two more fights canceled with COVID, it looks like. Oh, shit. Both on the prelims. Damn. William Knight was pulled against Alonzo Menfield, and Hannah Goldie was bounced from her Jessica Payne fight after she tested positive for the Rona. So, yeah, so they've already lost three fights now. Let's. Well, they still got yeah, Woodley, I mean, right? It's turning, yeah. So now Woodley is the uh, he's the co-main event. Woodley and Vicente Luque, something yep. like that. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of disappointing. I mean, this this is when old Uncle Dana needs to start knocking some money off these cards because as much as I. As much as I want to pay for Stipe and Naganu, I don't want to draw 75 bucks for one fight right now. I mean, right now they only have, so they, uh, fuck, they only got four undercard fights. I mean, they're, they're killing themselves. Well, is this the, we've had some talks. Naganu's been having a great year so far, but. In the last what I would say probably the last twelve months he's been on point. Um, I mean his last what four fights he's all won by knockout. Yeah, he beat he beat Curtis Blades in twenty eighteen. He beat Velasquez in nineteen. He beat Dos Santos in nineteen, and then he beat um, Rosenstruck um, last year. Rosenstruck, yeah, yeah, in twenty twenty, um, knocked them all out. He hasn't lost since Derek Lewis. Yep, you lost to Derek that was, Lewis. That was the decision, wasn't it? And then Stipe was the decision. I remember that one. Yeah. Well, Stipe, and that's the thing is Stipe took him down and controlled him. And if Naganu, if he if he hasn't uh, if he hasn't 
worked on that. If he hasn't worked on his ground game, I mean, you don't think he's going to do the same thing? You think – I mean, Stipe can stand with the best of them, don't get me wrong, but you think he wants to stand there in front of that power? Hell no, he doesn't. And Stipe is all lean and mean now. Yeah. Dude, this so is like the fight, I feel. It's like a, it's a trap fight for Stipe. I mean, he can easy, I can see him easily getting knocked out here. I See, I thought that the whole time, so that's why I don't think – that's why I don't think. I mean, it, it'll probably go to decision, but I wouldn't be surprised if Ngannou knocked him out. I mean, I like I said, I wouldn't either. I, I've been saying that from the get go, and it would be, it would suck. It would be disappointing, right? But at the same time, I mean, I it, it wouldn't surprise me. But we're gonna see because if he hasn't learned and he just it's all he does is take him down. Then that's well, he has three losses in his career, right? All by decision. No, he got knocked out by Cormier the first time. Are you talking about you're talking about no, no, Ngannou? No, I'm talking about Ngannou. Yeah, I okay, know Stipe yeah. did. I'm talking about. Well, Stipe has three losses too, so that's why I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. About. Yeah, yeah. Stipe's got Bro- three. Pronouns, pal. Pronouns, pal. <laughs> Him, he, it. Yeah, Ngannou's only lost by decision three times. Yeah, um, Stipe, Derek Lewis, and uh, some rando. Yeah, some nobody. But Stipe, fuck, he hasn't. Well, he lost to Cormier, who's one of the goats. Yeah, he got knocked um, out. And then JDS knocked, back then way in the day. Out. Decision with JDS, right? Yep. And that was when Dos Santos was that was when Dos Santos was top of the top in, in the heavyweight division. And it was a decision, but Struve knocked him out too. But that was back in 2012. Yeah. But I mean, you look after that Dos Santos fight, I mean, four knockouts in a row, five knockouts in a row. And he def- you know, he he um he beat Dos Santos again. So the fights besides Struve, which he won't fight again anymore. But besides that, I mean, he's, he's avenged both of his losses to Dos Santos and Cormier. Yep. Oh, what, um, what you think, Cody Lefebvre? Oh boy. I don't know, man. I was like, Nagano is hot. Like he hot. It is. Man, I don't know. I mean, if if he catches Stipe, it's over with. But you have to catch him, right. and I don't think I, I don't I don't think Stipe. He's he, I, I don't see him getting caught. So I think he's got to get caught. I think he's got to get caught right. I think yeah. Stipe still has a chin, but right. Nagano's fists are different than than most. <laughs> If he, right. Yeah, right. But if he can run away, because what, the last four fights of Ngannou have been knockouts in the first round. So if right. he can stay in it that first round and maybe even halfway through the second, it should be his fight because Ngannou is probably going to get gassed. Yeah. I mean, if he goes to the, <laughs> if Stipe gets to the third round, then he's going to win by decision. Yeah. No, I don't think Ngannou's getting knocked out. If he does, I mean, great. So, so Naganu, so Naganu has never. He's always finished, and the three fights that he didn't finish, he lost, all by decision. So, the only fights that were not finished in his career, he lost all three of those fights. Oh shit! So <laughs> he's finished. So he's either fucking knocking him out, tapping him, or he's losing by decision. Yeah, that's it. So I wonder what that. I wonder what that. Uh, a nice little cheap bet on Stepe for the knockout would be. I'd love to see what that bet's going off at. Take the risk, you know. I, that would probably be. I mean, that's the thing. It's a heavyweight fight, so it's going to be. I think it's going to be a little more watered down. You'd have to get. You'd have to get lucky and do Stepe knockout in like 
the third or something to, I mean, to make good money, right? I mean, you're still going to make money mm-hmm. by knockout. Let me see if I can pull this up really quick on the FanDuel's yeah. app. Yeah, man, he finishes motherfuckers. Right there. So look at this. Okay, if you look back, one, two, three, four. So his last 10 fights, the eight of them he won were finished in the first round. And the mm-hmm. other two he lost by decision. That's nuts. They really don't have it up right now. And when we say finished in the first round, all of them have been under two minutes. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. His longest one as of late was... um, Yeah, if you don't count those two, he lost a minute 57. A minute 11, yeah. Yeah. A minute 11 is last four fights. 20 seconds, minute 11, 26, 45. That's insane. Yeah, and I, I regret not going. If you look down before the Stipe fight, I regret not going to that Detroit card. We were going to go, and we saw Overeem on it, and we said, screw it. We've already seen Overeem, so we didn't end up going. And he knocked Overeem out, which is one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. it was. I think it was a year after we saw Stipe. Yep. Well, FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook doesn't have MMA odds on here, so I'll go to the Barstool Sportsbook app. More cheap plugs. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a cheap plug. So Stipe better have his uh, eyes on a swivel, his head on a swivel, because uh, Ganu's coming out swinging. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he's oh, yeah. fucking definitely coming out swinging. There's no doubt about that. What you think, Parrot? Yeah, I know, I know, I Stipe. know. So Stipe is <laughs> a slight dog. I'm going to knock him out. What's yeah. that? I'm picking Nagano for this fight. I think Nagano wins. Yeah? When do you think he knocks him out? Uh, I'm going third round. See, I don't. If third he gets to three, I think Stipe's winning. If Stipe can get out of the first, he's winning the fight, in my opinion. So, so Stipe by um, KO, TKO, or DQ, he's plus 210. Wow. Nagano's plus 100. Um, under a round and a half is plus 105. To go the distance is plus 300. Stipe is a slight dog, plus 102. To Nagano is uh, minus 121. So, I mean, pretty darn even. Um, winning round. Stipe, Stipe by decision is plus 400. Stipe round one is plus 700. Round two, 900. Round three, 1100. Really? Yep. Naganu. So how's that? How's that work then? You got to. So like, let's say round three, you bet a hundred. To win two ten. Oh, I'm sorry. To win. So a hundred would be to win a hundred and ten, right? Well, it's going off at plus eleven hundred. Be more than that, wouldn't it? Eleven hundred. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. God damn. Hard. So yep. all he's got to do is win. Win in the third. He would have to win in the third. Damn, Barry. Right? I no. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about like, hey, uh, Bear. I might have to Venmo you a G. Um, but no, I got a, I got a bad feeling, man. I don't know. It just in Ghana, like like Cody said, in Ghana's hot, man. And I, it, it it's gonna go one of two ways, in my opinion. If Stipe gets out of the first round, he wins a fight. 
He ain't winning the first. Ngannou will win in the first, or Stipe is going to win that fight. You want Stipe by third round submission? It's plus six thousand. Six thousand. Wow. So you bet ten bucks to win six hundred. <laughs> That's kind of worth ten bucks, you know. Just to, right. <laughs> that's worth a ten dollar bet. Yeah, I was about to say we'll sit here and laugh, and then it'll happen, and we'll be like, "Fuck!" Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> have laughed at no. that. Should have done it. No, I'm dead serious. Put me in for twenty. I've wasted twenty dollars on other things worse than that. Like what? <laughs> well, well, let's see when the last time Stepe. <laughs> let's see the last Sound time. Talk like well. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so the last time Stipe won by submission was in 2011. Well, no better time than today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Um, this last game of the season can't hold nothing back. You really get wild and do uh, Stipe by fifth round submission for plus 8,000. Wow. Watch that shit happen, too. Ten dollars, hey, eight hundred dollar win. Plus, plus eight thousand for a draw. Say what? For a draw? No, oh, yeah. When's the last time oh. we've seen that happen, though? A draw? Yeah. Probably like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> What's a uh, steep aid by decision in five? Steep aid by decisions plus four hundred. That's not bad. Ten bucks wins you forty. Naganu by first round knockout plus two fifteen. So that's probably the safe one. Let's see. Anything else? It looks like it's got good. Something to think about. Lot to think about. We got uh, we got plenty. Of... It's gonna be a fun weekend. Uh, I think parrots coming here. Um, you know, I got in the pod room. We got the projector. I just ordered a new projector with screen. Um, a little brighter. We're going to have the fight on the projector. We got three TVs down here and the laptop. We'll have basketball on one of the TVs and we're going to have the dirt, the truck race on one of the others. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Good weekend for sports. Hell yes. All right. So something we haven't done in a while and we could probably make this real quick. Um, unless we got, uh, we, well, Shane Falco went to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, good. I didn't even know he was still in the league. I thought he retired. Yeah, after that Jets debacle. Yeah. Uh, I saw Alden Smith. The Cowboys are not going to sign him. Not going to resign. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by that, but. Me too. It is what it is. Oh, there is one thing we do got to mention. How are we doing in our bracket? How's the brackets going? Um, so right now, OTL Sports Pod is leading the bracket. Yes, we are. Rickety Cricket's up there, I think, in third. Yeah. Illinois, though. Damn sister Jean came through that door, Cody. Lying mm-hmm. some bitch. After Cody talked shit about sister Jean, I knew it was all over for him. Yeah. <laughs> it probably sister went Jean. in at all. Everybody worry about no damn sister Jean. That's the only thing you talk about. Ain't damn the basketball team. There it is. Now they, just, now they just want Man, another shit. one. Now they're going to the final four. Some bitch. Well, well didn't they do I'm that? Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they play Oregon State, so they got a good chance. <laughs> they got a good chance to make it to the Elite Eight at least. And then who would they play? Um, who's on the bottom side of that? I mean, there's I mean that whole bracket was ripped apart. So um 
Oof, let's see. I guess I can click on it. Oh, Houston. Houston's a two down oh, yeah. there. Yeah. No, wrong one. You sure? Oh, yeah, no, that's, no, that's it. I thought they were in the other one. Yeah, Ohio State lost. Yeah, so it would be Houston. So if they win. But Houston is my team, so I hope they don't. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for a uh, a bear or a over the line because rickety cricket's out. I think Bushmaster's got a shot. He's got Houston too. Yeah. So um, right now, as it stands, there's only one team that can overtake us. Nope. Sorry. There's two teams that can overtake us. One team has Oregon winning it all. Four twenty-one. Brett twenty-one. And go big red and get 15 10. Has Houston winning it all? So, right now, if everybody won out, but as we know, a championship pick is going to be huge. That's a lot of points. Yep, that is right. Um, and there's Gonzaga there's, wins, we got a shot. We're, we're probably winning. Yeah, I mean, if Gonzaga wins, we're there. I mean, and then we don't give away is, swag. Hey. This is About their it. tournament to win, man. If Gonzaga don't win, like I said before, if they don't win this tournament, this one is tailor-made for them to win. If they don't win it, I don't hear shit else about Gonzaga doing nothing. Adam, Not like Morrison. I don't hear, Adam Morrison ain't coming through that door. You I don't know hear shit else about uh, the Big Ten being a basketball conference neither because they looked horrible. They let everybody down. That they did. That, that one they damn did. team left. Supposedly the best damn conference in the nation, and one team left. And we shit all over the Pac-12. Look at them. Yeah. No, not in basketball. Where would you say uh, Bushmaster was? Because what? Who's still there? Oregon's there. Oregon State's there. UCLA, USC. They're all yeah, still we, in it, right? I mean, we picked USC to beat Kansas. I ain't shit. Yeah, we did. We Oregon, State, Oregon. I'll give her Oregon State. Oregon State surprised me. I did not think that they were gonna. I mean, the first had, and Oregon had a bye week, but then they, yeah. you know, they had but I did, rest. But it was the same thing. I didn't. It doesn't matter though. Like you saw. I mean, look at the teams like Kansas and all that who haven't played in a while. They they played okay their first game. They should have lost to Eastern Washington. And then they got the doors blown off of them by USC. I mean, they got embarrassed 34. by 40, 34. Yeah, third, yeah. I mean, third, third worst loss in their history. It's embarrassing. I mean, just absolutely pathetic. I mean, and this is the thing, though, for Gonzaga this year. I, I agree with Cody. It is. But, I mean, at least they're looking good. They're not – I mean, they beat up on Norfolk State. They um, – well, the Cowboys just signed Jerron Curse, safety. Dude, that's been in trouble. That's interesting. Huh. Um, I know. I, I saw mean, Tevin Coleman went to the Jets, too. Yeah, and they beat up. Uh, they beat up Oklahoma, man. And they're going to get Creighton. And Creighton's a good basketball team, but I think they're going to smack them, too. And then you get USC and Oregon. You get a Pac-12 matchup. That would be pretty cool. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, you get Gonzaga, Oregon, Origin. And then um, down low on the left side, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, besides Texas and BYU, we had a pretty good bracket on that end. Texas, freaking embarrassing. So, yeah, Michigan and Florida State, and then um, Alabama and UCLA, which should be a good game. Then on the, <laughs> then on the side of that, you got the 8-12 matchup in the Sweet 16 because everyone saw that coming. Loyola and Sister Jean in Oregon State against uh, Houston, the 11 seed. Or, I mean, Houston against Syracuse, the 11 seed. So, you got the 8, 11, and 12 seed there, and then Houston, too. So, hopefully Houston uh, can wake up because they almost lost to Rutgers. They can uh, 
they can they can wake up and get through there. And then obviously um, Ohio State losing make just just an embarrassment. But Oral Roberts beating Florida made me feel better, so I was happy with that. Same. And uh, so we'll see what happens. We got some games this weekend, and then uh, I think we all saw that Dan Snyder's going to own another forty and a half percent of the Washington football team, which will put him at eighty-one percent. I don't know how that dude hasn't gotten kicked off that team yet. Right, and the NFL just approved him buying it. Like, oh hell yeah, go ahead, nine hundred mil. Great. Well, you uh, harass, sexually harass cheerleaders. Here you go. Take more of your team over. Hell yeah. That's Dan Snyder for you, worst owner in the league. That's what he do. All right. So, something we haven't done in a little while. Our moments in time. So, a minute of sports. Cody, you feel? I feel like you got like at least a minute worth of rant in you. I don't know, man. It depends on what's going on. But uh, can we talk about dirtbag Deshaun? Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I What the hell are you doing? Allegedly. Nah, 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 nah. It's too many to say alleged. Fuck that. He got too many. It ain't, nah, ain't no alleged. One or two, okay, maybe alleged. Three, all right, maybe. Maybe allegedly. But was it 15, 16? This dude got a class action lawsuit on his dong, man. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. Like, what, what are you doing, dude? Like, how? Like, like, why can't you just do the Robert Kraft, man? You could just did the Robert Kraft, and if you got caught there, you got caught there. So what? This is, I mean, Jesus Christ, man, hitting the girls up on the Instagram. Just nah, man. He just this. Just dirt, it's dirt bag territory for me, man. He, he too, I can't. It's too much. It's too much. I mean, hell, even Nino Brown gave out turkeys at Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, how hard? Like, you couldn't hit no girls up on, on Tinder or something? Hell, Julian Edelman hit him up on the Tinder. I mean, it's like, if, Why does he have to hit up any girls at all? They should be flocking to him. That's the thing, man. They giving it away. Like you, you gotta just all you gotta do is show up, walk out the door. I mean, he not as handsome as me, but all I gotta do is walk out the door. Yeah, well, his wall is a lot broken than yours. And I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, so that's not me. All I gotta do is show up. I'm broke. Ain't nobody following no class action suits on my dome. Should have read Connell Barrett's book. That's the problem. I say you need to get somebody need to get him the book and and send it to him. Shit, uh, you can't just couldn't you just hit up the strippers on on the gram like everybody else? Hey, he just Jesus, wanna... Jesus Christ! I mean, hell, even Dirtbag Ben at least chased him into the bathroom. You just sitting there with you. Which little thing thing out? Try and get your little rub on. God damn. Somebody need to, you know, like, yeah, somebody got to help him out. You know, where Michael Irvin at now when you need him? Where Dion at? They like to counsel people when they, when they going through the shit. Dion's coaching. He busy. <laughs> Michael Irvin got time. 
Nah, there's cocaine to snort. No. <laughs> that booger sugar. Hey, hey, I love Michael Irvin. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and, and he so, loves hey, him some booger sugar. We want to we want to spit facts, and we're spitting facts. At least he wasn't allegedly putting his dong around some masseuses. No, that ain't alleged. I'm telling you, it's too many, man. It's too many. Mm. It's like a bad order uh, episode of SVU right now. Timing is timing is over the worst. Well, Sean signed a hundred twenty million dollar contract. Yeah, you know, I remember that time that I gave you a massage and I was rubbing on your balls, but you put your dick on my hand. Uh, I still bang you anyways, but it's too many. When they gonna do it then? When are they gonna say? When is the right time? Right, yeah. when, right after it happens. When is when is the right time though? Well, where's where's he gonna sign now? Houston State Penn or Texas State Penn, the me machine. He won't go to jail. He's gonna pay out. He's gonna pay out a settlement, and all of them will be happy. But they don't want no to, money. Then he's gonna go to Vegas. And play oh, for the Raiders! Fuck that! Shit. But that's the thing. They money. don't want no money. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going to the Raiders. That's just no. It's too many, man. You. I'd say I'd say I don't want any money either. If I want a whole bunch of money, like I don't want the money. I want him in jail, but also I want the money <laughs> and the booger right. sugar. Nah, man. Comes with money. Nah, he did this shit. <laughs> he is guilty as OJ. OJ wasn't guilty, not of that first yeah. crime. Nah, he did that one too. Not to a jury of his own peers. Yeah, well, just because you acquitted, don't mean you ain't guilty. If the Jimmy doesn't fit, you must have quit. No, he did that shit, man. Yeah, I hear violating. Talking about Deshaun and the Jimmy. That no, Jimmy don't fit. He didn't. He, he no, Deshaun. must have quit. Deshaun out here violating women, man. He ain't doing shit. Where's he signing? He did that shit. Like I said, the mean machine. Mean machine for you. I'm going to stick think, with Raiders. You think, um, you think that he would replace Paul Crew or – you think he'd he'd be a starter? He's he'll starter. he'll start. Yeah, he'll start for the meme machine. I mean, Paul Crew, he bought close to retirement right now. So Paul Crew's pretty good though. Did you guys see um that Spencer Lee from Iowa uh, won his third national championship wrestling? One just won it with two torn ACLs. Yeah, shit was nuts. Spencer Lee. Did he do a shooting star press? He tried to. He oh, torn ACLs. He couldn't go off the ropes, though. So. Yeah, well, he couldn't put in a wrap. He can't put in a wrap, man. It don't matter. Did he try a shooting star press? He didn't put in a <laughs> Did he botch it and then finish the match? Get a concussion. Yeah, right. Uh, they're doing the first all-female NBA broadcast tonight. Yay for them! Who's, uh, who's who is it though? Who's who's Doris? Megan calling it. Megan McPeak, Kia Nurse, Kayla Gray, Kate Bernis, and AB Otterberg. Yeah, don't care. They do a they do a whole women's thing. Don't even put the women goat in there. Doris Burke. That's ridiculous. Yeah, right. Doris Burke should be there. Actually, Doris Burke it. ain't coming through that door. Oh, God damn it. You motherfuckers killed that. 
Jesus. <laughs> You're the one that started that shit, and then you were wrong God, on every one of them. God, damn, you jumped the shark. It just jumped the shark. My favorite fucking. thing, though, was fucking, we said it three times, maybe two or three times on the fucking text group, and Brandon jumped in and didn't even know anything about God, it. Damn. That was my favorite God, thing damn. of all. Done killed the whole, killed the whole joke, man. You killed it before the podcast even ended last week. <laughs> God, Jumped the whole shark, man. The fines done drowned, got ate up. Jaws done took him out. Oh, uh, that's all good. And it sounds like the fines ain't walking through that door. God, damn. It's all good. You started it. So. We got to go down this day, March 25th, 1982, 39 years ago. The GOAT, Wayne Gretzky, first NHL player to score 200 points in a season. Now, just to put that in perspective, that's two and a half points a game. That is absolutely freaking nuts. Did it all, man. So let's talk about him. 60 years old, just turned 60 this year. Got three golds in the Canada Cup, one in the World Cup. He's got it. Well, he's got a silver in the World Cup. Dude's just absolutely insane. How many? How many Stanley Cups he got? Three, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Two or three? I can't remember. I think it's three. Because he won with what Edmonton, right? A couple times. I think he won with Edmonton twice and the Kings once, I want to say. Did they win with the Kings? I thought he did. Maybe I'm oh, here we go. We got stars by it when he won the Stanley Cup. Uh, maybe. I got to see when he's a Stanley Cup champion. He was a head coach, too, for four seasons. That's it. But they did not do too hot. He was not as good a coach as he was a player. That's because uh, that's usually how it is. How many of the best players of all time are good coaches? This is true. And you're right. He did win three cups, all no, four cups, all with Edmonton. 84, 85, okay. 87, 88. So four out of five years. Okay. And that one, dude. So <laughs> this dude is insane. In 81, 82, 212 points. Then 196, 205, 208, 215. That's crazy. That's just fucking nuts. And we talked about his record. What, 2,857 points. Next guy's got what, 1,900? Mm, yeah, yeah. wasn't even close. Like, it's one of those records that will probably never be broken. So what, what, what record do you think has a better shot of being broken? DiMaggio's hitting streak or that record? Oh, well, the hockey record. DiMaggio's hitting streak will never be broken, ever. Ever. Not in this day and age. And just for perspective – Wayne Gretzky owns, for points in a season, he owns the top four records. So he's got the top four, 215, 212, 208, 205. Then Lemieux has 199. Gretzky again with 196, 183. Lemieux again 168. And Gretzky 168. Gretzky with 164, 163. Lemieux with 161 and 160. They own the top 13 records for points in a season. And then guess who's 14th? To switch it up. Crosby. Mm-mm. Ovechkin. Nope. Nobody current. Gordie Howe. Right team, wrong player. 
Steve Eiserman. Steve Eiserman. Um, one fifty-five. Yeah, I mean the fact that the fact that there's only been one person to ever have two hundred points in a season and he's done it four times is impressive. So, I mean that that right there is insane. I mean that record may never be broken. Points in a season. I That's mean, no what I'm saying. Ever. That one will never be touched. Never. Not even I fucking think, close. But I mean, if you but I'm saying if you compare them, it has a better chance than Demod. What's the closest anyone's ever come to a hit streak in baseball since? Since 40, 45? 45, something like that, yeah. Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's that's still two weeks away from a freaking record. Two weeks! That's nuts. It was probably by someone who just bunted half the time on anyways to get them cheap-ass hits. At least yeah, could, getting hits on and off the field, banging Marilyn Monroe. So, yeah, he's got 56, and then in – 1896 97 was Willie Keeler, 45 games. Pete Rose had 44. The closest that's been recent was Jimmy Rollins, 39, 2005, 2006. Oh, Jimmy Rollins. Nobody's touching that. Yeah, dude, it ain't going to be. That's fucking insane. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a tough one to beat. And so is that NHL record, man. Just just think about that. I mean, the closest anybody's got. So let's just look recent in the even the fucking 2000s to see who's close, like in the NHL records. I want to see who's up there in the 2000s. So 2018, 2019 is the highest up on the list. One, 128 points. Nikita Kucherov, 128. That's the most by anybody in recent history. Anybody in the 2000s. Next was 125, Joe Thornton in 0506. I'm and then Yaramir Yager, 123 in 2005, 2006. Yaramir's actually up there too. He's uh, his first one, 17th, 149 points back in 95, 96. Yeah, Yager. That's, that same year is when Lemieux had 161, and they're on the same team. Yeah, yeah Yager is great. Um, he just kind of gets overshadowed by Gretzky, Lemieux, guys like that. Yeah, he played Yager. with fucking Lemieux, so he was overshadowed. Yager is fantastic, and he's 170 years old. I'm surprised he's still not playing hockey. It's the same thing with, like, Malkin and, and Crosby. I think Malkin's just as good, if not a better player than Crosby, but he plays with Crosby. That's the problem. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have it. But, I mean, if you have a good scoring offense or a good scoring team or they're on different lines, then you have the ability to do that. Right. Right, right. But, yeah, just think, man, those fucking records. He owns the top four. It's impressive. Six out of the top seven and eight out of the top ten. The other two are Lemieux. That's fucking insane. It's nuts. Yeah. Dude's a winner. He was the GOAT. And then, you know, old Booger Sugar himself is what, going to be his son-in-law, or is he a son-in-law? He is already. Yeah. I think him and, him and Paulina have been married for a couple of years. Paulina Gretzky. So, the great one has 10 records. I just want to throw these out there. Most Art Ross trophies. So, that's the leading point score. 10. <laughs> leading point score in a season. Most goals in a season. This will probably never be broken either. 92. Yep. Yeah. That'll Most assist in a season. This will never be broken. 163. That's literally two a game. Two a game, man. 
That's insane. Most professional goals in a career, 1,072. Probably won't be touched. Most assists in a career will never be touched, 1963. Most heart trophies, nine. <laughs> oh, my God, dude, that's nuts. Career points, 2,857. He's the only player to have more than 2,000, and he's almost damn near at 3,000. He has 970 more than Marc Messier, who's got, uh, who's next. And the latter played in 269 more games. Marc Messier did. Jeez. So he played in three more seasons. Oh, man, that is, that is nuts. The active leader right now, but I think he's retired. Yager retired finally, didn't he? I think so. I think he did last year. But he was the active, 1,653. Mm-hmm. Three consecutive 200-point seasons. 51-game point streak. That'll probably never be touched. Mm-hmm. It'll take a special player with the right timing and, quite frankly, luck to eclipse that record. So the most – oh, my God. Street, the most – the only lengthy streak in recent memory was Crosby with 25. 11 years ago. Halfway there. That's nuts. And number one, 50 goals in 39 games. That's, yeah, that shit's That's crazy. fucking nuts. Crazy, man. If you're talking, if you're talking sport, like a, a specific player in a sport, would you say easily that for their sport, that he is easily the one that sticks out above all others in their particular sport? Yeah, I mean, there's not you can you can sit there and in basketball and talk about, you know, goats, Jordan, uh, LeBron, you know, Russell, if you want, however you want to do it, you know, football. There's just so many different positions. But I mean, you know, is it Brady? Is it, you know, where, where do you what do you count as a goat? You know, but anyone can argue anyone can argue anything. But in hockey, I don't think there isn't. There's not an argument. I mean, it's Gretzky. There's no, no one's going like, oh, yeah, Mario Lemieux. Like, nobody says that. It's Gretzky. Yeah. Done. That would have been wild to be able to watch him play. That's why they invented YouTube. Yeah, they did. <laughs> you to the tube. Man, you got anything on Gretzky, uh, Lefebvre? I mean, Gretzky was that dude, man. I mean, hell. Gretzky was more famous when he came to L.A. at one point in time than Magic Johnson. And that was after two cha- three championships. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, this is Gretzky past his prime, you know, per se. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. He, he stopped playing what? in nine, when, did, when did we say? Gretzky? I think it was yeah. Like- wasn't it? Something like that. But because he's last season. And he just turned 60. So he finished when he was 38. <laughs> Let's imagine yeah, if he would have played into his like, 40s. I mean, hell, like I said, Yager could have played. You know, Yager played to what, 45? 45, 46, yeah. Another, if Gretzky put another seven years in, even at half speed. 3,500 points. I mean, yeah, dude. The dude would have the dude would definitely have every unbreakable record there. I mean, just just look at this, dude. This just says it all right here. 
So 98-99, his last year in the NHL, he played 70 games. He had 62 points. Like, still almost a point a game. The guy was insane. And every year before that, he had more than a point a game. That was the He probably was like, fuck it. If I'm averaging under a point a game, I'm out. <laughs> That's yeah. what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's the only year in his career he averaged under a point per game. Only year in his career. That is That's fucking a, insane. That right there is a crazy stat. Dude, that's that. That's absolutely nuts. That'll definitely never be broken. No. Unless that's, someone plays one game a year and gets two points. So he he can't. So he started playing in the NHL when he was what eighteen. Yeah. So oh, he. Yeah. So just look at this as an eighteen-year-old. So he's what did I say? He's sixty now. Yes. When's his, mm-hmm. so, he, so he was, oh, God damn it. So he was born uh, 1961. So he played in the 78-79 season. So he was like 17, pretty much 18, right? In the 78-79 season. So he played with Indianapolis Racers that year. And then he went right into the Edmonton Oilers in the WHA. So basically the next year when he was 18-19, Played 79 games and scored 137 points. So when he was 21, he played 80 games and scored 212 points. When he was 21 years old. He fucking nuts. Yeah, man. I mean, didn't they win two cups in Edmonton before they decided to break that team up? Because they were like, went broke. Because didn't him and Messier play together? Uh, they played, I thought, in – did they play? I thought – I don't. I can't remember. I know he played in New York. No, no, not Messier. I thought – yeah, I thought uh, Messier and Gretzky played together in Edmonton. Like, oh. when they were both young. Oh, they might have. And, um, like, that team broke up, I think, just because, like, there was damn near, like, no money. And they won four out of five cups. Yeah, because they're the same age. Yeah, they were both drafted by Edmonton. Yeah, and they, like, abused the whole league that whole time they were together. Oh, my God, dude. They Oh, yeah, they did. You're absolutely yeah. right. His first year in the NHL was, was uh, Gretzky's second year. So, I mean, just think if they would have kept them together. Yeah, so they won the Cup four out of five years together. And he left after 91. Yeah, I was a general so he manager was there. of that team. That's the question. That dude, that dude needs a raise. He probably dead, but he needs a raise. So yeah, Gretzky left after '88 <laughs> and went to LA, and Messier stayed there till like '91, and then they finished up together. And uh, well, no, yeah, he left the Rangers and went to the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Messier did in '97 for three years, and then he went back to the Rangers. Damn, so they played that one year together with the Rangers, 96-97. But Messi won a cup, didn't he? Didn't he win a cup with the, the Rangers? Yeah. Yeah. So he won an 84-85, 87-88, So he's got six Stanley Cups, Mark Messier does. Dude, that's, that's just nuts. Yeah, who the hell was the GM of that damn team? Barry Frazier. 
You already found it? Yep. Already did it. He, uh, it looks like he is still the director of scouting. Oh, no, he's retired now, but he was the direct. Oh, yeah. Director of scouting from the Oilers from 1979 to 2000. Drafted the likes of Wayne Gretzky, Grant for Kevin Lowe, Mark Messier, Glenn Anderson, Paul Coffey. Yeah, his first year in the league, Gretzky's, he was the uh, the MVP. First he, year in the league, he was the MVP. And he's got five Stanley Cup titles. Barry Frazier. And the motherfucker's retired and living in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. What a what a goat. Spent all his shitty time in Edmonton, Canada, and the dude retires to Mexico. Now that right there, that uh, I gotta go find this Barry Frazier. Shake that man's hand. Right, that's a winner. You right. drafted Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky, moved away from Canada and got the nice warm Mexico. That's a TED talk that I'm signing up for. Right. <laughs> that's that's like the ultimate dream right there. That's uh, and how old is he now? Eighty one. Eighty one, man. He's not even that old, man. He's he's got another oh, man. Yeah, years. forty. So he was forty when he was making them big decisions. He down there living the life. And he's divorced? Oh, man. Oh, he's living his best life. Oh, man. That's why he moved to Mexico. He moved all oh, his assets yeah. down there. Oh, oh, Barry Frazier, man. He's the smartest man ever. Hell, yeah. For Barry. How much you make in your – that's what they probably asked him in court, too. Well, how much do you make on in your income? Oh, I'm just a lowly general manager. I don't make that much money. I only make about fifty-five grand a year. He was a director of fucking scouting. That dude is a goat right there, like you yeah. said, man. That's the goat. Oh, shit. Director of scouting? Oh, he really wasn't, quote, unquote, making any money. Yeah, All was- that shit was going to Mexico. <laughs> he was doing that for a while. He's like, I know Hell my yeah. leave me. I'm just going to send all my money down there and set myself up. Right. Yep, yep. Man. Well. And she thought she got over because she probably got the house and the car. He said, all right, cool, you can have it. He <laughs> got on the first damn plane to Mexico. <laughs> Barry living with the same. Oh, man. Oh. oh, Barry. Yeah, man, anybody that knows Barry, have Barry get a hold of me. Us. I might, I mean, I might need a, Us. I'm, I might need an exit strategy. You never know. <laughs> Barry, let us know all your secrets. About hockey? No, no, about going to Mexico. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did uh, you manage to move to Mexico after a divorce? The, I just told Jeremy, I, I told him five minutes or less, like 10 minutes ago. And I said, sorry, we got into a good conversation about Gretzky. And he said, he'll always be willing to wait for the great one. Well, um, what's the uh, updated standings? Updated point standings as of last week. Uh, Mr. Montes T. Baggin with hashtag 69. Yes. Cody Bryant with 52. Myself at 73. Parrot at 38. Peapod with 8. Wes Anderson with 2. All right. We are ready. This will be good. This will be good. This will be great. We are ready, Jeremy.
Jeremy. And where'd he go? Oh, there he goes. He's back. Which was the last men's NCAA team to win back-to-back championships? Worth two points. Back-to-back. There's only like one spring into mine, and I can't shake that one. Me too, but I don't think it's right because it's too long ago. That's exactly my thought. Trying to think of recent. I remember one went won a championship, and then I think made the title game. I can't remember if they won it or not. I'm putting it anyway. Screw it. Oh, you know what? I think you just got me. What you just said helped. Thank you. I think. Message to everyone. All right, I'm in. All right, you good? All right, three, two, one, and go. Florida, Kentucky, UNC, Kentucky. You helped me out because I remember Florida beat – I can't remember who they beat, but then they beat Ohio State the second year, 2007. It was the same year we fucking lost to the twice. Yep. In football and basketball. Fucking Ted Ginn. Celebrate breaking ankle. Hey, we will not disparage the, the good damn name of Ted Ginn Jr. I don't know. That man. He rolled his fucking ankle after he scored a touchdown. Hey, you know what? That was the last damn injury he ever had. Which team he has the most? Huh? As I say, he ain't been touched since then. Who? Ted Ginn? Ted Ginn, yeah. Well, it's because he fucking bounces from team to team. Damn right. And bounces right out of bounds. Where's he, at, where's he at now? Is he with Chicago? I think he retired, didn't he? I don't know. I'm gonna, where's Stat Parrot? Stat Parrot, I'm going to need you to look that up. He was with, Gore. I think I thought he was it, was. it was Chicago to New Orleans to Carolina, and then he retired. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Where'd Parrot go? Who cares? <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> he just said it. Oh, can you not see it? Oh, there it is. I can see it. Since it's tourney time, we have a three-point bonus question. Which team has the most Final Four appearances? Got oh, my answer in. Most? can only be one of, like, three. Hmm. Most Final Four appearances. Let me know when you all are ready. I'm ready. I got mine. Parrot? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. UCLA, Kentucky, 
Kentucky, Kentucky, and North Carolina. It's got to be North Carolina, Kentucky, or UCLA. Duke was the other one I thought of. Yeah, I don't know about Duke. No. I felt like it was too obvious. So it's probably Duke. Yeah, probably right. Probably Duke. There we go. Carolina. Parrot, you, you missed that answer by one. Yep. <laughs> That's your first question. I want to see. There we go. I was going to ask him. Yeah, see, we got them all. Kansas. That's interesting. I would have thought UCLA would have made more. Oh, well, after after Wooden, they sucked. I was, they were trash until, forever until uh, what's his name got there? Uh, Bibby's dad. I think was it Bibby's dad. Or when they uh, when they won with Ed O'Bannon, but that was '94, and they haven't been good since then. Mm-hmm. Kind of upset though. Work. I don't I don't have 69 points anymore. Nope. Sucks to suck. Yeah, I know. Just like that, defending champions were quickly kicked out of the tourney. So was the defending champ, as my bracket has been busted. Big Ten was a huge disappointment of nine teams. Only one got to the Sweet 16. Nobody could have seen that coming. Good luck to those who still have a chance in the contest. I don't see anybody giving Gonzaga a game, but we'll see. See you for wrestling. Well, as we stated last week before this, it is about impossible to win back-to-back in the tournament, and uh, Jeremy is definitely not winning back-to-back in the tournament. Yep. Sorry, Jeremy, but OTL will this year and next year, knock on wood. I'm always rooting for uh, my friend Rickety Cricket, though. So – this is a good show. We got to get to wrestling. So thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook with Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, Sparty Steve, the biggest supporter. Still sorry we can't get you on the show. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Barrett Bushmaster 3 to the dub. Got like half of that because it cut out. Get better internet. Yeah, get off that dial up.